Welcome back, folks, to week two of The Casuals. I am your moderator, Kunal Kohli, a.k.a. The Chief, joined by our good lord and savior, Isis, and the one, the only, the Hebrew Hammer. Boys, COVID-19 is turning the NFL into an absolute joke. How bad was that passing game between the Saints and the Broncos on Sunday? So I was confused. Did the Saints not have a quarterback or was it the Broncos? Because Taysom yeah. Hill is not a quarterback. That was that was just a horrible display of any type of football that you could ever imagine. Um, Taysom Hill, he has to be benched, man. He's he's fucking horrible. He's oh he's, he's trash. He got he got bailed out last week or two yeah. weeks ago when he first started, and then it was shown this week that he cannot yeah. play. It's he's a horrible quarterback. But I mean, the Broncos definitely didn't have a good quarterback. They had a practice squad um, receiver, but I mean, shit, that was an ugly ass game. I was kind of excited. I thought they were gonna run a bunch of the wildcat. Did until Lindsey got hurt, and it was just a clusterfuck from then on. It it was just. It was horrible. Hilton, that was that was the wide receiver's name, right? Yep. He completed one pass for one like 13 for yards. Yep, to yeah, Noah Fan. And it was like a short screen pass. That was the only completion they had all day. I've never seen any stat line like that in my entire life. Kudos to him, though. I mean, that is such a terrible situation to go into. Not even a day of notice just jumping right into a game. Well, he was probably like, yo, I shouldn't even be here. And they're like, yo, are you trying to be QB? Yeah, but if you had the opportunity, you would take it. Oh, yeah. If they called me up right now and they're like, yo, if you want, do you want to play a game for us? I'm like, I would probably risk my life just to like play in an NFL game. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, I know how to slide. Yeah. You know yeah, yeah, yeah I know how to slide. I can down B. <laughs> Now, Jesus, like, I gotta ask: Would you play for the Jets if Adam Gase called you up the next day? Not so, Gase. No, fuck him. I I hate Adam Gase. I would be like, take your crazy eyes and do it yourself, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's the one team I wouldn't play for if, as long as he's the coach. If it was like, if it was Rich Cote, I'd fucking, uh, I'd play for him. Even what if he it was, was Greg the, Williams? Yeah, I'd probably play for Greg Williams, <laughs> even though he's trash too. <laughs> <laughs> but I just couldn't do it. I'll play for Dowell Loggins, though. He's pro tank. Weren't you a practice squad QB in high school? Uh, I was the offensive lineman practice squad quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a story. So um, before each practice, you would have to like run a lap or um, like and warm up. So I didn't like doing that. So we had more centers than we had um, quarterbacks. So what I would do is I would take snaps for the quarterbacks. And so I didn't have to do the uh, warm up. And one time the quarterbacks coach was like, why are you here? Like, what position do you play? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm just on the team. You were, you were a living flex play. Yeah, they were like, I was thinking like, so at one point we had two quarterbacks go down and I was thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, like they might put me and they might have to put me in, <laughs> but it never got to that situation. So it was good. God, you were Liverpool high school's Taysom Hill. That's what you oh, were. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Just a fatter version. 
a fatter, less athletic, <laughs> less handsome version. Fun fact, um, I actually was credited with an interception and made it on Syracuse.com. But they totally, yeah, they totally got the numbers switched. They said in the state, like I was on the sideline, obviously, because I was left bench. And um, they said, Elias Mekov with the touchdown or with the interception. And my parents were like looking around. They're like, what? (laughs) When the hell did he get in? I was like, look, I was like, don't. I was like, don't worry, I wasn't in. (laughs) should put that in your bio. Honestly. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll change it up. But going back to COVID, now the NFL moving this this Ravens game, potentially adding a week 18. What are your thoughts on that, guys? Here's my thought on the whole situation. They can move the Baltimore game three times, right? But they can they couldn't move the Broncos game back one day to Monday night to allow them to get a quarterback on the roster because you have to do a 24-hour test in order – to be eligible to play. And they didn't want to do it because they didn't want the Broncos to sign Colin Kaepernick because that would have been the logical situation. And I'm, they're blackballing him again. That's it's not a conspiracy theory. No, yeah. it's not deep. It's, wow. it's, it's shallow. Yeah. Damn. Roger Goodell hates him. No, you're right. Because like, I, I personally think the Raven Steelers, I think it makes sense for those games to be that that one game to keep being suspended because every single day there's like four more people that are being tested positive. But you're right. The Broncos game, there's no there's no logical reason why it wasn't postponed at least one day. Yeah, I'm not asking anybody. No. And like you've seen it before, like they were pushing back games all left and right. Yeah. It's like, that's not a primetime game. Why wouldn't you want two games on Monday night? You know, there's not like, there's no TV shows that are coming out that are new. So you can put it in any place that you want to. Right. So just like, let them just move the game back. It's not that hard. They move back it. three games this week, just the next week. Were they just like, yo, this game's going to be such a shit show. We just don't care. Well, no, I think what they did is they're like, we're going to make an example of the Broncos when they should have made an example of the Ravens because they said, well, you had three quarterbacks from the story that I heard they were eating together. Right. And they're in this, they were in the same room and they didn't have their mask on. So they're trying to make a, uh, oh, what's it called? I can't think of the word. Right now an example, an example. Thank you. Um, but if you think about it, why weren't the Ravens made an example of? Because clearly they weren't wearing the masks. Because if they were, none of them would get sick. They have, what, 20 people that are sick? Something like that. And it was just because of one coach who didn't say, oh, I have symptoms of COVID and I'm not going to wear a mask. So why the Ravens are getting all this um, push, getting pushed back their games is crazy to me. Because, I mean. I I guess it makes sense. Because when you think about someone that's not sick, and it's like, yo, this team is clearly a clusterfuck. And it's like, there's four people that are being tested positive every single day. Like, if I play this game, I'm going to get sick, probably. And then that's going to oh. derail the next week, potentially longer. Because it could have, like, that Titans that Titans scenario where, like, the, the facility was shut down for, like, two weeks. See, the thing is, though, like, they... The, they have shown that you cannot you, – you're, they haven't been transmitting the disease or the virus through gameplay, right? Because there's, like, been multiple players who have gotten sick while they just played a game on Sunday. So, like, that that contact doesn't – he doesn't get you sick from what's happened in the NFL this year. I do think, though, like, the reason why they're pushing it is just because 
there's so many people that are sick every single day and it's literally just to save their ass on the back end. No, I know. I get that. I just yeah. think that it should have been a forfeit by the Ravens. Yeah. It's, it's not forfeit, fair to the Steelers at all. But yeah, the thing was though, so I see Steelers fans. They're like, yo, like we, they should, they should play. I didn't think they should play, but the forfeit I thought would make sense until Thanksgiving when four of the Steelers got COVID. And then it's like, Oh shit. Like, so like you guys, so like you're blaming the Ravens for a, being careless but then the Steelers all of a sudden they get COVID too so it's like both teams just are not respecting any of the the rules or the policies and then I think okay you go no you you go so I think they are sticking with the protocols because only four of them have gotten sick and no and nothing else has come out right where where the Ravens it's a full-out outbreak it's the same situation with the Broncos the Broncos only had one player we don't know about the other players just yet but one guy got sick and it was they did the contact tracing and then they saw who was out, right? And they're like, okay, you guys gotta sit. The thing the, the same thing with the Steelers happened. It's not a whole outbreak. So it's not really the Steelers' fault. And the reason the why the reason why they're pissed is think about this. The Redskins played on Thursday, right? Yeah. And so were the Steelers were supposed to play. So instead of one team having nine days to prepare for a team. The other team has the Steelers have five, right? Or four or five, whatever the situation would have been if it was on Tuesday. So that's right. a competitive advantage for the Redskins, I, especially for a team like the Steelers who have somebody to play for, right? They're playing for an undefeated season as of right now. It may not be that big of a deal, but, you know, that's a cool thing to say. But they literally had four people test positive on the day of the game. Well, if the game wasn't postponed, like, if the game wasn't postponed, there would it would have got suspended no matter what. That's my problem with the the like everyone's freaking out, but like it would have been postponed no matter what. But it was already postponed. Like they knew it was yeah. going to be postponed like but, Tuesday. But like or... theoretically, if it wasn't postponed to begin with, it would have been postponed because of the Steelers. So they were freaking out for zero reason, in my opinion. No, I think the protocol is if you have somebody that tests on game day, you set them out and you test everybody and whoever is not sick, you let them play. But so at that point, you're not contagious. It's it's not going to – I mean, that's what we don't know because if someone was tested positive, then all of a sudden you don't know what happened in the last 24 hours or however long it takes. No, but you do. That's why they have, That's why they wear the wristbands so they can show where everybody is, who came in contact with who, and then those players would have sat. If you're telling me that the NFL would have sat that game or suspended that game, you're crazy. I, I that was think the it, be- that was the best game of the of the night. You you, you won't they won't sit. They but won't again, sit it's a risk. It's like yo, like if four people are tested positive on game day, that's a horrible luck. I agree. It's not like it's gonna in the grand scheme of things. I don't think it would have mattered. But to save their ass, they would have suspended it at least a day. Or to Sunday or whatever. Okay, that, then that's fine. I that's the, but then but then to but to move it back to Wednesday and now you have to, now you're making those both teams play again on Monday. That's a little ridiculous. I, but so like, it should have just been a forfeit by the Ravens because it's the Ravens' fault. But in the grand scheme of things, it would have been suspended again. So like that's why I'm kind of confused why there was this huge backlash on Thursday. Because it's like, yo, you guys just played yourself. Well, I think the backlash came on Wednesday when they found out that it, the game was being pushed back. So at yeah, that point, true. you can't really blame them. That's true. I do find it 
the only reason that I'm uh, I'm so amped up about this topic though for for the Steelers perspective because it seems like the fans of the Steelers they're like the Taylor Swift of NFL fans they like to victimize themselves every single chance that they possibly can think about it two years ago you had the um, you had the Le'Veon Bell holdout um for some reason, none of their fan base understood that he was getting 400 touches of tread every single year, and he just wanted to get paid what he was deserved. And then he holds out, and then everyone like everyone's like, "Oh, like, like, uh, fuck Le'Veon Bell. We don't need you. You're you're a pos." And they basically dedicated that season to just like proving Le'Veon Bell wrong. But in reality, it was just like he just wanted to feel appreciated by the team. So. They victimized themselves in that. And then the next year you have the MAGA Rudolph type situation. You know, you have a game where they're just absolutely getting killed in. The game is over. There's only like, what, like five minutes left in the game. There's no reason for the starters on the Browns to even be in. And then it's like the movie Get Out when like the the guy has like the camera with the flash. And then Miles Garrett goes crazy, tries to take MAGA Rudolph's head off. And then you, you, um, they make the entire situation about themselves, not realizing that a grown man is not going to just flip out for no reason. And with his history and with his following of Tommy Lauren, and if you look at any picture, who follows of Tommy Lauren? Maga Rudolph. Oh, okay. Does he actually <laughs> follow her? Yes, he does. And if you look at any picture of him, you can tell he's the type of guy that would drop the N-word at any family reunion at any given time. <laughs> like, look at a picture and tell me I'm wrong. I, I want to say, say Miles Garrett did say that Mason Rudolph did use a racial slur. That's Yeah, that's why the entire situation happened. And like, and, and here's the th- here's the thing with that real quick. The NFL has um, microphones on the centers, right? So if he did say that, why, or if he didn't say that, why did the NFL release the, that clip and say, here, this is what was said? Exactly. He never did. So he clearly did say something. There's definitely something scary with the entire situation. But the thing is, the Steelers fans can bitch and moan all they want, and they can say that the NFL hates them. But in the grand scheme of things, why the hell wasn't Big Ben – canceled 10 years ago for being a certified piece of shit if the nfl really hated you mean for them, being a rapist yeah like we can't say that <laughs> we, on the podcast no no, yeah, no no he is a rapist. Call big ben a racist a rapist allegedly allegedly do we have to say allegedly or was it proven uh, i think we, we still can... have to say allegedly but okay allegedly allegedly he was a rapist allegedly so riddle but... me the steelers fans if the NFL hates you so much, how come you guys still have an alleged rapist on your team? Tell me, tell me why. And he was addicted to porn. That piece of shit. Well, I think he... most people are. Yeah, he came out because he's like a Christian now, I guess. And um, he was like, yeah, I, I struggled with watching porn all the time. Honestly, that's not that problem is so big nowadays that and I don't think enough people talk about it. Yeah, and it's getting these people, yeah, these these average females, the ability to make money off of OnlyFans. Literally, think about it. You'll have like an average-looking woman, like we see it on NBA Twitter. It's just like an average-looking girl, 
And all of a sudden, overnight, they have like 4 million additional followers just because they're semi-decent looking. It's those fucking simps, man. I, I want to transition the conversation a little. <laughs> because we do have more things to talk about other than the simps out there. Let's talk about Tom Brady real quick. After all, we are talking about simps. Elias came prepared for this one. He did. <laughs> yeah, I have one stat. <laughs> so, kind of the hype we've been seeing around the media around Tampa Bay lately is that there's a big rift between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Brady has struggled quite a bit this season. Are we blowing this out of proportion? So, Tom Brady is 43 years old, right? Yes. Are, are we, we saw last year, we saw a decline in his play, right? He was carried by his defense yet again. And he shown that he's not what he was when he was younger. What is Tom Brady's bread and butter? Dump offs, screen Dump passes. Dump offs, sh- short passes, right? That one pass to Gronk over the middle of the field. Yeah, yeah his time. passes don't. His passes don't go more than 10 yards, right? Aside from that one Gronk pass. (laughs) Yeah. So Bruce Arians, he likes to throw the ball down the field, right? Yeah. That's what he does, right? Um, Jameis Winston last year completed 86 long balls. I don't know, like, what the yardage is, but he completed 86 long balls, most in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Now you're asking Tom Brady, who has never been good at that, to do that. So is it – that Tom Brady can't throw the deep ball or is it that Bruce Arians won't change his scheme? Right. But Bruce Arians did say that Tom Brady has been calling his own plays. So I think the most of the blame has to be on Tom Brady because they built that team around him. That offensive line is solid. They have the best weapons in the league and he still can't produce. He made he's made Mike Evans into a trash player. See, I agree. I think, um, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I feel like you have an old quarterback, you know, you can't really teach him new tricks. So he knows what he knows. And then all of the players that he's playing with, there's no, there's no coaches that he even, that he ever played with or anything. You know, it's a completely new system. The players are still learning, you know, like he, he only had Mike Evans healthy for a couple games. He had only had Godwin for a couple games. AB just got here. I mean, the only real constant in the offense has been Ronald Jones, and he has bricks for hands. So I mean, like, you have this a couple. You have personnel that doesn't really fit him. You have a brand new scheme. You have all these miscommunications, um, and then yeah, you're right. Like you have an, a system that doesn't. You know, it's gonna. The system really shows all of the quarterbacks' flaws until they really get good with the system. And that's why, like, pretty much every single quarterback that's played in the system usually has a really shit first year. So, I mean, I I hate Tom Brady. I always have. I think he's a system quarterback, but I'm not completely uh, finished with him. I still think there's potential for him to get better by the end of the year once he gets chemistry. Speaking of system quarterbacks, you can get the Systems t-shirt from shop.thechallenge-sports.com. Yep. And we have a sale. I don't know when the sale ends, but I'm pretty sure it will still be going on when this podcast come out. $20 t-shirts. Buy yours today. Buy two. 
maybe three. So you would you would put most of the blame on Tom Brady? Yeah, ex- yeah, I would one hundred percent. Do you think um, there's a potential for him to get, get better with the team by the end of the year and make a playoff push? I mean, I think they're going to make a playoff push just because the rules this year, you can have seven teams. I think they'll sneak in. No, they're um, going to make the playoffs. Regardless. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in the playoffs. I don't know. It depends on what their matchup is, but the defense is still very good. Like, even though they gave up nearly over 400 yards um, in passing, it was still like, what, 27-24 game? They still had a chance to win. It's not like if you can keep the Chiefs under 28 points, you should almost win every time. It's just the offense needs to improve, and you got to put that on. Honestly, even if I think the defense is is very good, but you can't just keep going three and out, and you can't keep getting giving the ball over to them because if I mean, I think it's more of a it's more of a Chiefs like the matchup issue just because the Chiefs can score out of nowhere. You never want them to have the ball in their hands. And what the Bucks did early on is they they kept giving them the ball very quickly too. So the defense stayed on the field against this crazy explosive offense. And they it just seemed like it was like a blowout way early on. And then the Chiefs just kept the – they took their foot off the break. That was the only issue. I mean – I think maybe they – I think the – I think Tampa Bay, I think they – um figured out what they were doing and, and they yep. fixed it. Cause I mean, Tyreek had those big runs, but they kind of like um, stopped him after that. He didn't really do much after that. Think about what made Tom Brady when make those uh, playoff runs later on in his career though. You know, I feel like it's, he always, when, when they deflated footballs. Yeah. Like those years they had like a LeGarrette blunt, you know, they had a power heavy rushing game to implement the play action into the offense. And it seems like for some reason, they're not using play action. They're not using motion. They're not, not doing anything creative to help Tom Brady out. And I, I, I want to know why, I mean, like, is it because Bruce Arians is just not going to grow out of, he's not going to, he's not going to grow up. He's just too, uh, his head Send is too his big. Ways. Yeah. I mean, he, what he does usually works, right? And it's not like they're losing. It's not like they're out of the playoff race, right? They right. they lost three games to good teams, and I think I think this team not having an off season hurt them the most because like you're putting in a brand new quarterback, two other weapons, you know, offensive line that was um, they added new pieces to the offensive line. The only consistent was the defense. They didn't add anything to the defense. The defense was the same as last year. So to have that team gel and do what it needs to do, you probably needed a full off season. Do you think from what we've seen this year, it proves that Tom Brady's a system quarterback? Yeah, 100%. I agree. Cause you can't just throw him into any system and expect him to be elite. You just can't expect that. Yeah. You have to have the system that works best for him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why Bruce Arians didn't look at what, Bill Belichick did with him and replicate the same thing because he's th- these are the best weapons he's had his entire career. Even when he had Randy Moss to be like Randy Moss was one, one good player. Other than that, he, who did he have? So he, he and he has a good slot corner or slot receiver, which I don't Howdy. understand why they haven't. Yeah. I don't understand why they haven't utilized him the same way they use Wes Welker or Amadola or um, whoever the one is now. 
I, I was just going to say that. Cause like when you thought of, when you think about what uh, the Broncos did when they got Peyton Manning and then they, uh, they added Wes Welker, Wes Welker was like the fourth option in the offense. And he still had like 13 touchdowns, you know, like he was an afterthought and he was always wide open. It's like, why can't they be doing similar stuff? Is Tom is Tom Brady that much worse than Peyton Manning at this point in in their careers? Uh, probably not. I don't think he's that much worse because, like, as a but, Colts but, fan, but when when he threw for the fifty touchdowns or when he his last year, even during the fifty touchdown year, like or fifty five touchdowns, whatever it was, I like I could personally tell because like I grew up watching Peyton Manning. You know, he was throwing ducks. You know, his mind was still there. He was still making good decisions, but like he would throw a bunch of errant passes. Um, he just wasn't the same player. And like it's, I see s- some of the similar things with Tom Brady. And like Peyton Manning was never a great deep ball thrower. He never really had an arm. And they focused more on the intermediate passes and the screen passes and using, utilizing the running game. And I just feel like the, the Bucks. They're trying to do too much with Tom Brady. They're trying to – it's almost like Tom Brady has this uh, this chip on his shoulder. He's trying to prove to everybody that he's not a system quarterback. Maybe but that's proving, the problem. But he's just proving it that he is. Yeah. But yeah. in this way, like, the way that he's been acting, he's acting like a little bitch, right? Because he hasn't – it hasn't yeah. been going his way. So he's just like, I'm not going to shake your hand or blah, blah, blah. He still hasn't shaken Nick Foles' hand from when he yeah. won the Super Bowl. That, he did shake you know, Pat Mahomes' hand, though. Well, yeah, because Pat Mahomes outperformed him. He was like, oh, yeah, I got to give credit where it's due. But if someone beats you, go shake their hand. I, you know, like you can't say that because Nick Foles outperformed him twice. Yeah, well, then he needs to go shake his hand. You, you, you can't be a bitter little bitch. What is this Just problem? because you lost the Super Bowl. He, he's a bitch. He has, he, he, is grown, he has grown in the NFL as this golden boy, right? The poster child of the NFL. And now they're like, no, you're not it anymore. And, he, and he's acting like a little bitch. It's like he, he – I, I don't understand, though, because, like, he's, he's very conscious of, of what his uh, self-image is. And he knows if he doesn't shake Nick Foles' hands, he's going to look like a prick. So why didn't he just shake his hand? And that's the, I wish we could have him on the pod and ask him, be like, why are you acting like a little baby bitch? And it sucks for Nick Foles and Nick Foles' perspective because, like, that's one of his idols. You I know, mean, like, that, he, that is one of the greatest quarterbacks of yeah. our, our generation, you know? And to not give Big Dick Nick that respect, do you think at some point Tom Brady is sending a message? Uh, to us, yeah, that he's a, he's a little bitch. But um, like we see like legends similar to Tom Brady, maybe not on the goat scale. Like we see Adrian Peterson clearly washed still, you know, he's still doing his thing though. And whenever he sees a young running back, he takes like two minutes out of his time just to talk to them. Cause you yeah. know, he like realizes how Gore, much they love that. Yeah. That was dope as Fra- hell. Yeah. When Frank Gore was like, yo, yo, come talk to Adrian Peterson. I don't know if they won that game or not, but even if Adrian Peterson lost that game to go in and like, be like, yo, what's good. Like, I, I like what you're doing. Like just to do that. You come on. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but it was Devin Singletary with Frank Gore last year. And it was like the post game. Um, Frank Gore goes to like dap up AP Frank Gore doesn't even dap him up. Cause he's probably done it 40 times in his lifetime. 
So he like taps him on the shoulder and he points to Singletary. And then AP like gives him like the nod back. He's like, all right. And then Singletary like daps him up and tries to walk away because he didn't expect anything. And then you see AP just like yank on his shoulder pad. He's like, get the hell over here, bro. <laughs> that was AP, pretty cool. AP for like as much shit as he gets, he's actually low-key like a very nice guy. Like he um yeah, something came out like today, I think, where he was like, I wanna help um uh, Joe Burrow. OBJ and someone else who tore their ACL this year, try to get them like back because he came back after like nine months. I think he's going to be a coach one day. Yeah. He'd be a great coach. Just not for kids. kids. (laughs) If your kid comes home from the schoolyard, yo, I just met Adrian Peterson. You better be worried. Keep him like a hundred yards away from pop Warner. (laughs) But moving on boys. ESPN Fantasy has been an absolute shit show this year. We all play ESPN Fantasy. I absolutely hate it. I know you guys have had problems with it lately. Let's talk about those problems. Let's try to hash it out with ESPN Fantasy. So um, we're in a league um, on ESPN together, and I'm going to put in a vote this year to say we don't use them anymore. They are trash. More specifically, Matthew Berry is trash. And they're just a complete embarrassment to the, um, to the game. They had the Taysom Hill situation never should have been a situation. They were the only um, site to use him as a tight end and a quarterback. Wait, or to I have a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Do you think they did that just because Matthew Berry picked him up and he was like, Oh, I was, I was, uh, I thought about this before everybody else. So I deserve to be able to start him. Probably. I mean, they, they just want to stroke his ego, his horrible pecs, his just, I hate Matthew Berry with a burning passion. That show that he puts on with the puppets is not original. It's not funny. Just like, I would rather have Field Yates be the guy at ESPN. Yeah. We got to give him credit though. He did revolutionize ESPN fantasy. No, I mean, good for him. Like congrats. Like, you know, it is what it is, but you're washed. You're old. Just get out of there. We don't want you anymore. He's not funny. He's not interesting. He's not handsome. No homo. And I don't understand why he has such a huge following right now. Why people worship him. Yeah. They like, Oh, like he knows exactly what he's talking about when he probably misses on 50% of his picks. Yeah. I don't get that. And honestly, like the ESPN, or I mean, at least we can say this. At least it's not Yahoo. Yahoo is much worse. Yahoo is Yahoo is trash. So we'll give them that. Like Sleeper, um, trying to plug Sleeper. You guys are where it's at. We're probably going to move our league over to you guys next year. And uh, the, the main thing, I think, is because it's very customizable. While with ESPN, you kind of got shit on this year. They're like, oh, yeah, like we have a contingency plan. They're like, oh, we're going to create – we're going to make sure that uh, players are IR eligible if they have COVID, but they, for some reason, didn't think about the fact that there's other teams that if a game is postponed or something, and if they don't have COVID, you can't put them on the IR. So you're literally just screwed. Yeah. We have three IR spots on our team just because of that situation. Like we had a, we had a, we have a huge bench this year for that reason. But um, in my other league, it's like a normal league. Like you only have like four or five bench spots. 
and uh there the thing it's it's so weird because when whenever you have a player that has or like that that's involved in like the covid thing you literally have to drop one of your best players and if you're in like a 10 team league you're going to end up dropping like a Kenny Galladay or like a Chris Godwin or like someone that's like like in and out of the lineups or something like that it's just bs and like sometimes you just have to sacrifice games cuz you don't want to drop someone Yeah, I agree. The um the Hilton thing this year this week, he wasn't even in the database for ESPN. And they when they did put him in there the day before, he had to clear waivers. Yep. So instead of just putting him out there and not clear waivers, because there's no way that you're not you, you can't do that, right? You're ESPN, right? You're Walt Disney. Like you should be able to do that. Why can't and- you just make him a free agent? That's what I'm saying. Like you, it's just, it's stupid. Every other, like I picked him up in my Yahoo league that I'm in and I didn't start him or anything, but I picked him up just in case. And he was, he was available within the time that they said that you could pick him up. Right. Or that he was going to be the starter ESPN. It took them people bitching on Twitter for them to fix it. And the fact that it, that you couldn't even use them for that week is beyond stupid. And then the Taysom Hill thing is just you gave one team a super flex for one week that could determine playoff spots in the future. So you just ruined people's leagues just by one week. Probably because he was like, he had five wins in all of his leagues. Yeah. Every time he's on Twitter, he's talking about what he needs from a certain player. So it's like, shut the fuck up, Matthew Barry. It's like, obviously you didn't pick a good team if your team's losing and you need um, three or four touchdowns from the player that's playing. Speaking of picks, though, boys, what are your NFL picks for this week? Do we want to start off with – There's no Thursday night game this week. No, so prime time, baby. Unless you always want to do a 1 p.m. game, but uh, – I can – how about we do like one 1 p.m. game, one 4 yeah. o'clock game, and then yeah, the let's, Sunday let's, night let's do that. and let's Monday do that. night. All right, so just taking a quick scan here. The one that sticks out to me is the Colts versus Texans. Colts are three-point favorites. I would pound Indy on that. The thing is, Houston, they have like half the team now is uh, suspended for six games because they have PEDs, um, including their best player, Will Fuller. He's been the source of their offense. You know, he's been the explosion in the offense. He's been scoring all the all the touchdowns. Um, Deshaun's going to have zero people to throw to. I don't even know if David Johnson's going to be in. So that's going to be an absolute shit show. The Colts need to win because of their huge L last week to stay in a contention for that for that uh, division seed. So I expect Indy to come out on top. Jesus, who do you got at 1 p.m.? Um, so I've been looking. I like um, – so the the Raiders are coming to the Jets, and they're favored by eight points. I think a cross-country trip for the Raiders is going to be trash. I do think they're going to win, and I hope – I pray to God that they do beat the Jets. But for um, – to be favored by eight points, I think a little bit too much. So I think I'm going to take the Jets. Um, I'm going to take the Jets plus eight. 
And the Raiders looked like trash, dude. Yeah, I used them in my um, golden ticket, which was trash again last week. I'm sorry. Um, for Probably nobody reads it because it's so trash. Um, but I was like, how can you lose by 30 points to the fucking Falcons? It just it makes no sense to me. It was, it was a, they were a three-point favorite. They should have covered, no problem. But Derek Carr, he's fucking trash. I hate him. That face, I'm sorry. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. That was just hate the meme. I, I I felt it. I felt it in my soul. <laughs> At four o'clock, though, boys, who do we got? Who should I put my money on? Well, there's. Am I reading this right? There's only two games. Yeah. So the Patriots and Chargers. It's just straight up. Yeah, evens. Wow. Um. The Hebrew hammer deep in thought. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with mine. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals plus three against yeah, the Rams. Prob- that's probably a good bet. Um, Why are the Rams favorite? Oh, actually, the Cardinals are in a couple skids. They're what? Six yeah. and five now. They need to yeah. win. Yeah, I think they need, they need to win the game. But Car- um, not Carson. Sorry. Kyler has one more week to heal of his shoulder. And I think uh, I think they're going to get the win, but plus it's, it's it's too much to give up. And the Rams aren't even that good; they were trash last week. All right, I don't know. I didn't think I was ever going to bet on the Patriots, but I think this is the week. Um, Chargers yeah, they, don't look good. Anthony um, Lynn is the worst head coach at managing his the clock. Like that man, yeah, he's trash. He needs to get fired immediately. One of my and honestly, favorite... oh, sorry, Kunalgo. I was gonna say one of my favorite things on TikTok is this kid who rebuilds teams, just because it's TikTok and he can't. Like on Madden. Uh no, he just pretends to be the GM of random teams, oh. and he's just like, "Here's what I would do. Want to hear what he would do? Replace Anthony Wynn with literally anybody, <laughs> even Adam Gaze. <laughs> I wouldn't." He said anybody. I, I personally would not go that far. No, I wouldn't either. But hey, he said anybody. James Jim Caldwell. Honestly? <laughs> replaced. Dude, I hate Jim Caldwell. <laughs> I he's a he's... trash coach, but anybody other than Adam Gase is better. Alright, like can we all right, so Your boy Anthony. So, what's his face has been so bad? Who's the Lions coach or the Matt guy Patricia. that just got fired? Yeah, so he was so bad that he made Jim Caldwell look good. Caldwell has never done anything on his own ever. Why did he even get a, his jobs to begin with? He was literally an interim coach, just rode Peyton Manning and what Dungy built. Literally did shit almost went undefeated and that was enough to get him like four more jobs. I hate Jim Caldwell. And the fact that people act like he was like semi-decent is ridiculous to me. He was semi-decent. He had a winning record. Yeah, he has a winning record as a head mean? coach. I mean, what he did with the Lions was pretty decent. It's not like he, he was trash and it's not like that team was really that good. They had a lot of talent though. 
I mean, they did, but I mean, he still made the playoffs quite a bit. They just didn't win in the playoffs, and that's why they, he got fired. When they made the he, playoffs, did anyone actually think they had a chance of winning those games coming into them? I don't think so, but <laughs> I personally didn't. <laughs> that was like the it's like when the Texans made it with TJ Yates. It's like you know it's an easy out yeah. no matter what. But here's the thing, like as a Jets fan, I haven't seen a playoff run in 10 years, nor have I seen them like even in the playoffs in 10 years. Yeah. So like I would take a playoff appearance right now. Would you rather would you rather have a losing record? Make the play. All right. So, would you rather have a losing record for five years, make the playoffs every every year for five years, and never get past the first round? Maybe get out of the first round once, or be a contender for five years. A contender for five years. Yeah. Easily. What's your next option? Was it? What's your next option? Which one would you take next? Um. I don't what's happening after the five years are done when you don't make the playoffs. Like, are you going to become a contender? Like if you tell me in five years, my team is going to be contender for five years. I will. will. You'll still own the, so the team is still going to stay the state. It's still going to stay the same, but like the team after five years, that's just makes the playoffs and gets a pretty shitty draft pick. in those five years, it's probably not going to be much better. And it's probably just in, it's just in like limbo. Because it's like the Bengals, you know. I mean, just, if you they're me, literally describing the Eagles right now. I mean, at least they always have a pretty talented roster. Do they though? Yeah. I mean, do they, they this year? This year, I mean, everyone's injured. There's a lot of issues. Their quarterback sucks. The coaching is a problem. Everybody, yeah. I mean, there. It's just a clusterfuck. But I mean, like, I, mean, if, I would rather. If that's the case, then I'd rather have five years of being trash. Yeah, same. And I feel like the the teams that are like always making the playoffs like that, like it's not helping the fan bases out. It's not helping your team out. You want to kind of suck and get a pretty decent draft pick. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been saying it for the past 10 years to the Jets. Don't win these meaningless games. Yeah. Get the number one overall pick. You know, like last year, um, they beat the Bills JV team the last week right right what did that get them it got them pushed back in the draft and they couldn't get well i guess they got i'm not mad about getting makai back to because he's probably going to be the best left tackle pretty soon but um he they may not have gotten him if they if he would have gone to another team earlier on just because um the giants were stupid and they took the like third best left tackle like that helped the jets a lot Thanks, Dave Gettleman, you stupid fuck. Um, <laughs> so, so that's like thing. But like, you got to think about it. When once you win that game or you win meaningless games, it's not like oh, just in the first round you get pushed back. Like you're pushed back in every single round from there on, and people just don't get that. Like fans are just stupid. I get it though. Like the coaches, you know, no matter what their roster is, they're gonna play to win the game. I, I feel like most of them are, uh, unless you're Adam Gase. And if you're Adam Gase, I don't think he even knows what he's doing. But he's like most coaches, yeah, most coaches though, like they're trying to win the game. So if you're a GM, wouldn't it make sense to just like strip your team of any talent that you have if you're trying to lose? But like that's what the Dolphins did, right? And they still won like five games. That's true. They're just winning for no reason. <laughs> but that's they why still they got Tua. Fits. 
Yeah, they're like, oh, you're winning too many games, buddy. You gotta sit. <laughs> I thought this was my team. That's, <laughs> what Ryan was, ever... that's what nobody was talking about. Like, they literally benched him so they could start losing, but then Tua kept winning. It's like, oh, fuck, maybe we're actually pretty good. And now, before... But, um... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, moving on, though, Sunday night. Oh, Sunday night, Jesus. It's what, 14 points? Yeah, it's 14 points. I, I this is, is kind Hansen of going to be the quarterback. Yeah, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. I'm guessing they're going to have their uh their normal quarterbacks back cuz if they come back negative, I can't see why yeah. they wouldn't be able to play. Um so I think 14 points is quite a bit, especially cuz they do have a good defense. And the Chiefs kind of take their foot off the gas. Yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos. Yeah, but that too. If, but if if they don't have a quarterback, then I would have to switch that. Coming down. Yeah, I I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't. I don't think Kansas would would cover that. Seems no. like too much. All right, boys, and finally Monday Night Football. Who do we have? Who's playing? So it's either Washington versus the Steelers. Steelers are uh, a nine and a half point favorite. The Bills versus the 49ers um, who are playing in Arizona because they're, uh, I don't know if it was their governor or somebody said that they can't play in their stadium for the reason, for a reason I don't know. Um, the Buff- Buffalo is a three point favorite and the Cowboys um, and Ravens are playing Tuesday and they are, there's nothing there yet. What's the Redskins spread again? It's the football team. Um, it's yeah. nine and a half. I Check would take the football team. Yeah. Football team all the way on that. They've just been playing too well, and it looks like they're it. It looks like they're finally freeing Gibson and showing him off to the world. Yeah, I think I would. All, yeah, I the 49ers, I've taken them too many times, and they fucked me way too many times. Like you would think that they're trash, but they they keep things competitive, but yeah, nine and a half points, especially with the Steelers who keep games very close for some odd reason. And against bad teams, I would take the nine and a half. Is Ayuk coming back for the Niners? I'm not sure, but what's his name is back. Yeah. Debo. Debo is, is going to be the wide receiver one for the rest of the year. If Ayuk is out. Dude's a freak. And now before we transition to the NBA, we do have a fan shout-out this week. Shout-out to Alan. He's an Eagles fan in Buffalo. Uh, shout-outs to you, my dude. Thank you for watching the pod and hitting us yeah, up. Yeah. Sh- when did he hit us up? Yeah, when did he hit us up? Actually, his girlfriend hit me up and asked, oh, me, nice. to, asked me to shout him out. So Amanda says hi. Uh, buy a T-shirt for the both of y'all. Shop that dot the challenge hashtag. <laughs> Sports.com. <laughs> Damn, <him>. Alan. <laughs> Wait, so you know you know the girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. She, oh, she was it doesn't up. count. Hey, she she asked me a favor. I am now obliging. Is it his birthday? Uh, no. She just asked for a shout out because he listens uh, to our pod and he's my a big boy, fan. Alan. Yeah, <laughs> my our boy, Alan. Uh. Shout out, Alan. If Alan, uh, if Alan ever wants to come on the podcast and uh, debate us, let us know. Alan is an Eagles fan, so if you want to talk Carson, let's, Wentz, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Chop it up, boy. 
But now, awkward transition. Ease us through your thing. I got to think about what I want to do. I'm going to go. That was, that was a two-for-one special. That was better than last week's down B. Ooh. No. Down B, I think down B is going to go as like a Hall of Fame moment. Honestly, yeah, we need down B t-shirts. Hey, Mike, all, make down B t-shirts, bro. All I can think about is Captain Falcon doing the Falcon kick. <laughs> that, that's the best down B there is. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, like low-key, like I've been getting into Smash Bros. And like... Dude, I would crush you in Smash Bros. Bro, you can't touch my Ganondorf. My Ganondorf. Dude, dude, it's literally just the slowest character. It is, but it's also the one of the most powerful. Yo, check out Link, bro. He's the most balanced, and he's very good long range and also short range, and he's also very fast. First of all, I don't mess with Link. I I I, pl- I, I will admit it admit that i play heavies pretty much exclusively because i love playing heavies how many times has ganondorf dorf beat link in zelda all right fair point but also my king k rule absolutely untouchable my ridley fuego ridley is scary ridley's a mate bro ridley is very underrated yep and i know he's not a heavy but shout out shout out luigi one time so i'm trash at smash bros i'm a button smasher but I do like to play as Kirby, and sometimes when I smash the buttons, he sucks people in, and I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Elias hits them with the uh, the Gluck Gluck 4000 right there. Is that what it's called? That's what we're calling it now. All right. It's suck. I'll beat anybody's ass in 2K or Madden, though. That's a fact. Oh, man, that's a challenge. Did I, you I, camp I, out? For Madden? For the new uh, PlayStation? Fuck no. All those people, they have the bots. They just pick them up. But you know Ryan? Ryan Marchbanks? He created a bot, and we potentially could get it now when Wait, once created, they drop. He creates bots? Well, he just he created that first. He like That was the first bot he ever made. But Ryan is very smart, so... Hey, Ryan, Ryan. Um, I like Supreme, so, like, you know, if you want to make me some bots for, like, a Supreme drop... Greatly appreciated, my dude. But pivoting, the NBA starts this month. Boys, I think I think everyone's going to agree with with us when we say the Lakers are probably the biggest favorites in the league to win the chip to repeat. Unless AD starts seeing some, uh, you know, the the game time decisions. Misses a couple games here and there. Maybe something serious happens. If that happens, the NBA is wide open. Who Who is second in line? Who do you guys think could overtake the Lakers if there's an AD injury? In the West or just overall? Overall. I'm going to say my Brooklyn Nets if KD is close to full health. If he's not, if he's like 80%, I would probably not give them a chance. But if he's if he's close to full health, you know, a healthy Kevin Durant is scary. Who would your pick be, Elias? Second in line, 
I want to say the Bucks, but like at the same time, I don't want to say them because like I don't know how that situation is going to work. If they figure it out, though, there might not be a team in the East that can beat them. No, that no, that backcourt's scary. Mm-hmm. Drew, Chris Middleton, that's some good perimeter defense right there. Giannis, DPOY. Honestly, he's my favorite to win Depoy next year. That's clamp season right there, man. Oh, yeah. Um, my I'm gonna hit my dark horse second um team. I think is going to be um, uh, Philly. I think I Philly has literally a, just gonna say yeah, that. Philly's another I think, one. I think Philly has one of the better chances to even beat the Lakers because if you have if Joel Embiid and Bill or not Bill Simmons, Ben Simmons plays um power forward, I think they have a shot at beating um, the Lakers. I think now, so too. And if you, you go, sorry. I was, I was going to say, do they have a shot if they start Bill Simmons over Ben Simmons? What? 90 years old. He's not 90. He's like, <laughs> Hey Bill, how old are you? I think you're in like your forties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he really 40? So yeah, the ringer podcast or... is taken to new levels. Hey, Ringer, he looks 90. He doesn't look good for He 40. does not look good for his age. <laughs> Here, let me uh let me look up how old Bill Simmons is. I might be way off with the whole with the whole 40 thing. Might just be like 85. <laughs> nah, he is definitely no. 53. I'm gonna say 54. You both are close. He is 51 years old, born oh. September 25th. Wow. Damn. Shout, shout out Bill Simmons one time. He does look horrible for his age, though. You yeah, gotta start using out. some Nivea for men, dude. Shout out for your bad jeans. <laughs> I like him, though. Yeah, he's not bad. I mean, I hate Boston, and I, I hate his opinions on a lot of things, but he's pretty entertaining. I'll give him that. And, I mean, the guy created 30 for 30. Like, that is probably the greatest sports documentary series we'll ever see in our lifetimes. I like so, Rusillo too. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Rusillo. I don't know why ESPN got rid of him, or if he is with ESPN, they don't show him. I don't even. I he doesn't even look familiar to me whatsoever. Really, not at all. Did you ever listen to him? I think it was SVP and him. On the, they had like a radio show. No, that was a very good radio show, and they got rid of it for some reason. Well, they always have to move and ruin everything. Yeah, like they dropped the ball when they got rid of Mike and Mike. That was the start of it all. That was just yeah. like, wow, ESPN does not care about us. Yeah, they're like, that was the greatest show ever. And then Colin Cowherd, when he was on ESPN, he was great. And then he got in trouble. I can't remember if it was actually really bad or if it was just like something stupid. But um, I've, I'm a fan of Colin Cowherd a little bit. Not now because he's kind of more Skip Bayless type. And then they pissed off Skip, and like you see how bad first take is now. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I don't even listen to it. It's just the Stephen A. Smith show. Oh, it's just like oh, he's on crack. Like that's literally what Stephen A. is. He doesn't add anything to the conversation. How the and fuck? Like, like how is he so popular? And like he acts like like it's literally his job. He does this every single day, and he doesn't do any of the research. He doesn't even have his own original opinions on anything. He used to be such a good journalist too. Like Stephen A, top ten sports journalist all time. Mm-hmm. I, I 
I will go there any day of the week. Top 10 sports journalist all time. You can at me on that. Feel free, at the Kunal Kohli on Twitter. But now he's just he's just a, a hot take artist, you know? You know and, what it is? He doesn't have relationships with any of the current athletes anymore. No, I mean, even, even I have a relationship with D'Angelo Russell to an extent. He has no, like, it and, seems like he has no ties. And it's literally just him, like, flexing on everybody all the time when he's wrong. He's like, oh, do you know who I am? I've been doing this for 20 years. You, you don't know anything. Like, I'll give Stephen A this. He has the experience, and he does, he does keep in, tact, or in contact with a lot of the old guard. But, man, once, once we see that old guard start to retire, and we've already seen – them start to retire. Um, and honestly, like other than Melo and LeBron, most of them are already out. Who's Stephen A going to have left? He always seems to go on the side, on the side, uh, the sidelines and damp up people. But I, don't know. I didn't see him at it's summer true. league. I didn't see him at summer league last year. Stephen A, where were you? I saw Rachel Nichols. He was the head coach for the All-Star game that one year. That is true. But I still didn't see him at Summer League. I was talking to Tyler Hero. Where were you at, bro? <laughs> Stephen A. does have a nice uh, jump shot, though. He does. It's pretty Yeah, smooth. he does. It's, it, I'll, I'll give him that. Shout out, shout out to you, Stephen A. You may have caused ESPN to lay off like 100 journalists. <laughs> but like, hey, shout out to your jump shot, bro. I'll see you at Summer League <laughs> when there's another Summer League. I'll, I'll happily play that man in one-on-one. I would get owned, but I will happily do that just for the shit talking. I mean, I'd end up looking like Nate Robinson, but hey. Oh, dude. Let's talk about was... that. Yeah, let's talk about Nate real quick. He did it for the NBA and most of all his kids. <laughs> Boy, got he got served a two-piece by a former Disney Channel star of all people. He was a Disney Channel star? He wasn't a star. I think he was on Nickelodeon. He had a show on some kids some kids TV channel. I thought it was Disney. I didn't think it was Nickelodeon. Was he a star? Because I, I thought I, I think I saw him on Charlemagne the Gods uh broadcast, and I think he was like writing for them or something. No, he was he was on the show. Yeah, he played the role of come on Wikipedia. Uh, he was on the Disney show, The Zardvark. Am I pronounced Bizardvark? What is Bizardvark? I do not remember this. Yeah, he was like the main character, one of the main characters. I think it was past our time, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was 2016, so it was way past our time. 2016? First episode, June 24th, 2016. I thought this was like 10 years ago or something. It feels like 10 years ago, but no. Bizardvark came out in 2016, boys. Yeah, we have to admit, though, he is juiced. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, he says he takes the sport really seriously, even though, you know. Did you watch the uh, Snapchat discovery thing? Yeah, there's it's like. Yeah, who watches Snaps yeah. Snapchat so, like that? See, I, I, I never do, but like I, I did for some reason because like I always like swipe swipe left on accident, and then like I get get to the discovery page, 
And like, I was like, oh, like, yeah, I didn't know he was fighting. Wow. Cause I, I didn't see any of the marketing or promotions or anything. So I uh, clicked it and apparently like all of his coaches were saying that like, he's in the gym, like every day, like going hard as hell. And he learns very quickly for someone that is very new to boxing, boxing. I don't necessarily think you can um, clown Nate Robinson all that much. No. It, it doesn't seem like no. he was um, he was training all that much. And um, the reach that um, – was it Logan or yeah. was it the other one? No, it was uh, Jake. It was Jake. Jake? Yeah. Uh, which one had the video of the guy that hung himself? That was, was Logan. That the other one? Yeah, yeah, that was that Logan. Who's, okay. I believe, also training to be a boxer. Damn. Yeah, he's Is YouTube just not working out for them? Has he actually he, fought KSI? He fought KSI and he lost, but he won by decision. Like the internet knows that he lost, but um, he technically won. Yeah, I think he's like six one versus uh, yeah, yeah, five Nate nine. Seems like five nine. So it's just like he was gonna like obviously lose, and it's just like oh, you're padding your stats now, but I don't, I, I don't know boxing that well, so. As soon as I watched, yeah. As soon as I watched Nate Robinson just bull rush, I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, Yeah. like, what what are you going for? You go. I was gonna say, when was the last time you saw a professional boxer? When was the last time you saw Ali, Tyson, whoever rush into their opponent head first without keeping their hands up? Like first rule of boxing: hands up, bro. Protect protect the dome you it's know a suicide watch at that point dude i think nate robinson just wanted to throw the fight for the easy six hundred dollars six hundred dollars yeah <laughs> he's been struggling out here so here's the thing yeah have you ever seen like on twitter or whatever they're like would you would you let would you fight mike tyson for like a million dollars and i'd be like yeah i'll do it and i would do the same thing i'll just get knocked out real quick it's not like i haven't been knocked out before and uh just get it over with because, like, the more you stay in the ring, the more you're going to get fucked up. If you just get knocked out real quick, uh, I made my money and I'm going to go. Speaking of Tyson. I don't want brain damage, dude. You So you're telling me you wouldn't step into the ring with the 54-year-old Mike Tyson? Because Lord knows I would not. I would not no. step in a ring with a 90-year-old Mike Tyson. No, that man, I, he looked good. Like He could be on crutches still swinging it. Like Tyson would looks surprisingly good at 54. Like I wrote a whole piece thinking, just doubting this man. And I am so happy I was wrong. He could have really like done some damage to him. If you really think about it at the end, it seemed like he was like doing combos on his chest, not really caring. Yeah. But like the rules that were set up, I heard were like trash. Like oh. they were trying, like they weren't trying to have them knock each other out. Okay. Well, they're so also I 54. Know. I mean, if you, yeah, if like you knock out of 54, well, Roy Jones is 51, but he was fighting like he was 80. I feel like if you knock out Roy Jones at this point in his life, it might actually kill him. I was actually kind of on edge before because, like, he, he Jones looked like shit to me, to me. Um, and, like, Tyson still looks pretty toned. You can tell that he's, like, still, like, a beast. And when they were standing next to each other, I was like, wow, like if Tyson like is still like half is half of what he was. I mean, that Roy guy could actually die. 
you know, I was, I was actually scared. <laughs> and they're like, Roy, you want to fight him again? He was like, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> and then, and then they're like, oh, we were kind of um, scared for you. And then Mike Tyson's like, well, uh, I was, I don't know why you guys weren't scared about me. Like I was, I haven't been fighting 10 years, 15 years. I'm a years. beginner. Yeah. yeah I'm, like, just, I'm just starting out. <laughs> I, I got to say though, Tyson's last fight was this like ex- exhibition in 2006 where he looked awful. Nothing like prime Mike Tyson, nothing like the beast we saw him the other night. This, I think, was, I think Mike Tyson proved something not only to us, but to himself. That you think they should do a big three for former athletes? For former boxers, I, would, I wouldn't mind watching that. I don't know if I could, I don't know if I would consistently watch it unless it was like a Tyson or something, maybe like Mayweather in 10 years, you know, boxers that I really care about. Oh God. Give me like, like a 64 year old Mike Tyson versus however old Floyd Mayweather is going to be in 10 years. I would I actually wanna, watch that. I wouldn't even watch it. Floyd I would. Get rocked. What? Floyd would get rocked. What are you talking about? You think so? I mean, yeah. What's this, the weight difference? Is it's going to be crazy? How much? What's the weight difference? Oh, actually, yeah, I totally forgot about the weight difference. What did yeah, Tyson weigh true. in at? Was well, it had to have been two thirty-five, right? Two twenty-five. Yeah, and like, what's his name? Mayweather's like what one eighty-five? Yeah, one yeah, something. Yeah, all right. Oh, I think he's less. Yo, they should do mismatch box <laughs> matches. <laughs> Just be like, this is why we don't do it. Literally. So back in the 80s, there was this TV show called Celebrity Boxing. And on like the second episode, there was a fight between uh, Refrigerator Perry versus Manute Bull. Oh my God, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Wasn't Manute like seven foot 10, like 20 pounds? Yeah, like. And refrigerated Perry was like 350, and like his head was where Manute Bull's stomach was. Did he just pick him up? <laughs> so Manute Bull, all Manute Bull had to do was just casually punch, just like jab. from like 20 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you do once once the big boy starts bull rushing you? <laughs> all he had to do was just keep his space. Jesus. Yo, I I, I'm not going to lie, though. Yeah, honestly, they should. And they should bring back, like, Def Jam, the the fighting game. Oh, Def Jam Vendetta? Bro. Yeah. That was fire. They could do, like, good music jam, or good music um, fight club or something. That would Kanye, be would nev- cool. Kanye would never do that. That's not Christian enough, bro. Dude, you could have Kanye in, like, eight different outfits. You could. That'd be honestly. pretty badass. You could ah. have Big Sean getting fucked up from Kid by Kid Cudi. But yo, I'm not gonna lie. The person I earned the most respect for that fought, um, during that card would had to have been Nate Robinson. Apparently, he's in this group chat with a bunch of former basketball players, and everyone in the chat was just clowning him, and. As soon as he like got back to like the once he got his phone, he literally hopped back in the chat and just took it. That's the side of a real man, right there. Respect the hell out of that. Yeah, 
I know so many people that would just like ignore it, ignore it. They would, they would like silence their phones. They don't want to even talk about it, but he was instantly just in it. He probably made good money off of that. Was it really $600 though? Yeah. Apparently the purse was like only 600. That was the most surprising. (laughs) Oh, it was charity though. Wasn't it? I think for the Tyson fight, it was charity. I'm not sure. Like, I think there was a payoff, but I'm not completely sure. If I'm being There's no way it was only six hundred dollars. That's crazy. Like, yeah, it was like only six hundred. With the viewership that that thing got. Well, I mean, I I'm, I don't think many this is this is also fight. boxing, and they also for whatever reason decide to have like a French Montana concert in the middle of it. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, never do that again. Yeah, please don't. Oh wait, no! Why I am wouldn't they have an stupid. old school rapper? I am very stupid. There was three zeros after that six hundred. Oh, okay. Nate Robinson, six hundred dollars. Yeah, wow. <laughs> All right, Nate Robinson, you're not a broke boy. I I apologize deeply. Sorry for insulting you. You, you if you want to meet me in the ring, bro. Six hundred dollars. Knock you out, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he'll bull rush, and I know to keep my hands up, and I would just stand there and clinch. That's how you win a fight, boys. Wait, six hundred thousand dollars for that—that's worth. Not even a real fight. That's actually worth. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, meanwhile, in well, didn't they do it in fight, New York though? No, this was at Staples. Oh. Damn, that was probably like only three hundred thousand, though. Yeah, that's but trash. It's kind of really shitty because, like, an actual boxer, uh, Badu Jack, only made like a hundred eighty thousand. I say only, but like, he made a hundred eighty thousand, and like, he's an actual boxer. You know, former WBC title holder. Wait, you said his name was Badu? Yeah, it's B A D O U. I don't have a pronouncer for this one, folks. So you sure it's not bidet? <laughs> are, are you trying to like allude to like a sponsor? Do we have a bidet sponsor? Yeah, um, it's bidets and us. Honestly, in your asshole. If we if we had a sponsor and a bidet company did, that would be a dream come true. They're like the greatest invention ever. Have you ever used one? Yeah. Where? So my brother has one. My uh, friend Ahmed has one, and my girl's stepdad, he has like a four, it's like a $40,000 bidet. So how does it work? Because I never understood it. You shit in the toilet, and then you move your ass to the bidet, or do you shit in the bidet? So uh, basically for like the cheap ones that like normal people like us would get, it's like an extension that you get just no- on your normal shitter. And basically it's like there's like buttons on the side of the toilet. Um, so it's not in the way of anything. So once you're done pooping, you just hit the button and like a hose just like, like shoots water up your butt. But like you have to, do you have to move your ass to another seat? No, for the one that we would get for the really nice ones though, it's a separate, it's a separate, it looks like another toilet. Yeah. What does yes. a $40,000 bidet look like? Bro, it's like the nicest thing that you will ever see in your life. It's like it's this porcelain bowl. You it, you have to get up and like sit down on it, but it's got like sink 
it's got like a really nice like sink function and like the water pressure is just perfect on it. It's never too, it's never too harsh. You can change the temperature based on what you want. Wouldn't it be doo-doo water? If you're shitting in there? I mean, essentially, yeah, but like, it's not like you're, surprisingly, you don't have like a lot of juice flowing. But like, it's still doo-doo water. Like I can't, like I might puke when my shit hits the water and it splashes up into my crack. Oh, you, I mean, that's disgusting. You don't, when, when the water hits your crack? Yeah, like when I'm just re- like a regular like a regular toilet. If I have like a big dookie, it just hits the water and it'll come up into my ass. I mean, with this, it's never going to come back up because it just falls and then flows down the sink. With the, the normal extension that we would have, it just like anything that's stuck to your butt, it just shoots off. But it's like... The- is the thing like this, it just like it's out of the water and it's just different water coming in, or is it the same water from where you shit? Or do you flush the toilet and then clean your ass? So it literally you know how like there's clean water in your toilet? Yeah. Yeah. It comes from there. Oh but okay. For the, for the it uh, comes from the tank. Yeah. Okay, but for okay. the uh for the yeah, it's not doo-doo water being sprayed into your butt. No, that's not that's okay. not what's happening. For the okay. For the extension, the one that like is like separate from the toilet, that one is completely separate. It just has its own water. Okay, that makes sense. It's really always... nice, but it okay. like kind of gets on your uh, your balls. Oh, that sucks. Like the water, like sp- will spray your balls. So like, so so do to... they have toilet paper on the side so you can yeah. do, like you clean your balls? Think of how like girls when they pee, like they still wipe it up. Um, so you can flush. So you can flush toilet paper down there. No, you would flush it in the normal toilet. Okay. But it, what, so what happens if you have the switch. extension? The extension, it just it's just meant for poop water. It, you don't flush it. It just goes down like a sink. But you said that the one that has the extension is just a normal toilet. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the separate one. The extension. No, more... the, the extension, it's just your toilet. Um, if you flush it, it just goes down the toilet. Okay. All all the extension is is just like a hose. That's all it is. So you can do the like wipe water wipe. Yeah, but okay. preferably like the all you need to do is you just like wipe see if anything is there. But usually it's just like a clean wipe with zero to little effort involved. Okay. So it's pretty so- nice. This one guy at Wegmans told me that he put Nair in his asshole, and I don't know if he was just like fucking with me, but he put he's what? Nair in his Nair in his asshole. Why? What's that? It's hair, and it's it, hair well, remover. Yeah, so I don't know if it would like burn his asshole because like I've heard that it does burn, but like he said that when you wipe, it's just like one wipe because there's nothing there holding it. And I've always been curious to do it, but I've never done it. So folks, he just wipes, you... and it's just a head of hair on the, on the paper. Yeah, so like th- that's wow. the first time, but like when the hair, when there's no hair and he takes a shit, you there's would wipe nothing? your ass. There's that's what, well, he it would be like one clean, like one one wipe. That makes a lot of sense. It does, it does but, but I like, never did it. I, I I don't know if it's worth, folks. If you've nared your asshole, <laughs> is, is it worth? <laughs> is it not worth? Should Jesus not nair his asshole? <laughs> If, if if we can, I'll just I'll make a video. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not throwing your asshole on YouTube. I'm sorry. 
Well, we'll just we'll put like a little, uh, we'll blur it out. We'll blur out your. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think if we go to our barber, do you think we could ask them to shave our ass? I, I'm not going to my, my barber shop is like in one of the worst areas of Rochester, but they do a damn good job. What if he's like, yo, spread your cheeks. I'll give you an edge up. <laughs> How low do you want your fade? I want it down <laughs> to my ass. <laughs> Imagine you just like, you got mad people in the barbershop just like bending over, spreading their cheeks. <laughs> yeah, just, it's just a regular occurrence, you know? Like I walk into the barbershop. Hey, Mike, uh, can I get a number five? You know, uh, let's go with a four on top, three on the sides, zero on my asshole. That will cost oh, you extra today. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a special edge ups plus a uh, tushy fade, only five extra dollars. Honestly, though, I think I might try that. I'm not sure if I'm going to use that method because I feel like I'm going to like, it's going to go up my butt and then I'm going to die. I'm going to boof it. You're going to boof Nair? Yeah. <laughs> I think it burned, so I wouldn't necessarily try it, but yeah, I don't know I about that. Um, to close out the podcast, Alan, let's see that shirt real quick, bro. That's looking nice. Oh, yeah. Where'd I get it, Elias? Uh, the challenge sports.com. So buy a shirt, or- folks. Buy some $20, guys, just for this month. I- we don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe just this month. <laughs> Who knows? It's just, a surprise. Just check it out. Look at all of the shirts we have. And if you like one and they're $20, buy it. If you like one and they're 25 it's only an extra $5. Just buy buy some, your shirt. We have some really baller shirts, folks. Like that Hennessy t-shirt, that's like a regular in my collection. Like I wear that out, you know, like I wear that to work. For the Bills fans out there, we got the My Wife is Singletary shirts. Or maybe not Bills fans, maybe just guys that have wives that left them, or maybe wives that left their husbands. Who knows? You can we also have a James Dolan, a uh, clown James Dolan shirt, because he's the biggest clown in New York City. And uh, make sure you buy that. Yeah. And for my fellow Colts fans, we have a pullout game week shirt that also says side eight. Sidearm game strong. Also, Fire. Today is Thursday, the day we're dropping this. You know what that means. You got to stay double cheeked up. So cop that double cheeked up t shirt. And for all you Will Fuller fans out there, our legalized PED shirt is also available and on sale. Thank you, Will Fuller. Folks, this has been the Casuals. I'm your moderator, Kunal Kohli, a.k.a. The Chief, alongside our good lord and savior, Isis, and the man, the myth, the legend, the Hebrew hammer, Alan Ross. <laughs>